Welcome to this week's Selk Grassroots Podcast, The Saturday Manager, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Searching for players? Searching for clubs? Find players and clubs near you right now on MatchHark. Playing football could never be easier. Download MatchHark on Google Play or visit our website at matchhark.com. Truly a great match. MatchHark. Keep it simple. Get down to play today. The UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. Welcome to this week's episode of The Saturday Manager. I'm your host, Mick Pusick. As we're starting this off midway through the season, a little introduction into myself and the team. I manage Bryden Ropes Reserves. We play in Kent County Division 1 West. We also have a first team who plays Scaffold Division 1, which is step six on the national ladder. And we both play out of Cholton, South East London. I hope you'll join us on our journey through this podcast over the course of the season, where we'll look to update you on past week's results, news, looking ahead to the fixtures coming up, and hopefully a few guests in as well. As this is my first episode, I thought it would be a good opportunity to look back at our season so far. I'm quite new to Bryden, joining in August. The previous management had had a very good season in 21-22, coming runners-up and getting them promoted to Division 1, so they'd done a very good job and had decided to look for a new challenge. So the club needed to find a new management team and it fitted in perfectly with myself and one of my coaches that I've worked with for many years looking for a new club. Uh, We met with the committee and the first team manager. They explained the brief. I mean, the main objectives for us that season were, as many of you know, coming up to Division 1, there's quite a jumping um, quality between Division 1 and the Premier Division of Kent County compared to Division 2 and Division 3. So the main objective would have been to look to stay in the division, um, improve the players, and the next objective was to build a balanced squad and look to compete in the second half of the season. And the third objective would have been to try to bring players up that may be able to assist the first team. So we started with the club very late August. Um, It was a new squad, as often happens in this uh, county league. When a manager moves on, quite often, quite a lot of the squad will go with them for obvious reasons. And when we came in, it was very late in the pre-season. We had one friendly game to play and one training session with the squad, um, which, as you can imagine, is not much time to assess and work out um, where we go with the team. So we did the pre-season friendly. It went very well, actually. Uh, It was a very competitive game. I seem to recall it was a 4-3 defeat, but against a team that were mid-table last season in our division. So it kind of felt filled me with some confidence. Um, the first league game was away to Long Lane. It was a midweek game. And Long Lane, funnily enough, had come up with us that season. They won the division. Um, we finished runners-up by about a point behind. And I think when we'd played them twice in the previous season, both games had been draws, uh, very closely contested. Obviously, we're coming at it with a new management team, a new squad. So we was expecting it to be a, a tough test, which it proved to be. Um, we set the team up to play a certain uh, compact style for the first game, trying to keep things tight and try and hit on the counter. 
that was the main view because without being able to drill the team quite much in the forward attack, uh, it was probably our best chance of getting something out of the game would be to keep things tight and try and hit them on the counter. The, the game plan worked really well. Um, we were nil-nil up until about the 82nd minute. Um, we was awarded a free kick. I'll give the striker the benefit of the doubt. It was probably about 30 yards out, middle of the pitch. Um, midfielder stepped up, struck a true strike, flew into the top corner. Um, absolute tremendous goal. Fortunate enough, the only thing I recorded all day, and it was that goal. So we've got that out there on Twitter if anyone wants to have a look at it. It's an absolute belter. Um, the next five minutes was pretty much one-way traffic defensively. Long Lane really were rolled up by that and had a great go at us. Um, but we were fortunate enough to walk away with a 1-0 win. On another day, with chances created, I think Long Lane would have been good value for a draw. Um, they hit the post, they hit the bar. Um, we had a young keeper with us that was just come down from a scaffold side who had an absolute blinder. I think he saved two one-on-ones, made a good big block save. Um, in the dying minutes. So on another day, I think Long Lane could have really got something out of it. But you take what you can get. And uh, we took the three points on that day. And it was a very good start to the season. It filled us up with confidence. Uh, We looked at it and thought, well, we've managed to keep a clean sheet. Um, We've got the goal. Fortunate, great strike. But, you know, fortunate to get the win. We knew coming up next, we had Welling Park. They're a very good side. Uh, The difference, I think, with this division and, and the Prem is the quality of the forwards. Um, You can give away um, similar amount of chances, opportunities in a game when you're playing a bit lower down in the divisions and you don't really get punished as much. You know, five, six chances, you might be lucky to concede a goal. Um, We we, we know that the strikers here are very good. We've played um, a few games now and we we realise the standard is high. We came in against Welling Park. We knew they had a very strong forward line, very good coaching. Um, they've played together for a little while, so they're going to be well, well, well. They're going to well know each other's game. Um, when we came into it, we said we're going to have to do the same, pretty much same style, because literally that game prior was Wednesday. This was Saturday, so it was only three days later. There was no time to coach or drill or do anything further other than turn up and play a game. Um, as we feared, the first five ten minutes was was all one way. Um, I think we came in about 2-0 two, two down after 15 minutes. The final score was about 5-0. So that was really an, an eye-opener into the quality of the division and what we uh, what we would be up against. Um, going forward from there, we rolled forward five games and after that, we're still on three points, uh, four defeats and really needing to look to uh, work with the squad very hard, get them going. Uh, morale was probably dropping a little bit after that from the great start we had. Uh, the next 10 games moving forwards up to uh, 15 games played now. Uh, things have settled and improved. We've brought in another 12 points, so we're up to 15. And the main objective of not being relegated is um, looking very good at the moment. We're not taking anything for granted, but the two positions that do go down currently um, are only on two points, so we've got a nice 13-point cushion. Um, they have got games in hand. We have got to play them, so we're certainly not taking anything for granted. We know we've got to keep improving and, and adding points to the tally, which is what we're gonna, which is what we're all working very hard to do. So now we're up to date. Let's have a quick look at what's been going on in the league more recently. Um, last week, let's take a look at the results from Division One West. Kent County for the 21st of January. 
Bexley nil, Club Langley nil. Both very good teams. Uh, Bexley, we played a few weeks ago, very solid. I think very well coached, actually. Uh, you can tell they're a team that's played together for quite a number of seasons. Um, they're quite mature, mid-20s, late-20s. Um, they all know each other's game and they're a very good side. We've also played Club Langley, another good side, and it was going to be a tight game, this one. If I was making predictions last week, I would have said um, I would have probably edged it to Bexley. I think they've been very good at home this season, maybe six wins in a row off the top of my head at home. Um, so I wouldn't have been surprised to see them sneak a, a small victory there. Next up was Equinocle v Crayford Arrows. Uh, that finished 5-0 to Equinocle. Um, that's not a surprising result in terms of the victory. I think both teams are, are very solid mid-table at the moment. Um, but the size of the score did surprise me a little bit. I would have expected that to be a, a tighter game. But we've played Equinocle and they are a very good football inside. When you look at them, you know, they love possession. They pass the ball really well. They're so well drilled. Um, I think on their day, they can cause an upset and they can, they're can they well capable of beating anyone in the division. But the, the, the amount of the score line there did surprise me, I must say. Next up was South East Athletic against Sporting Club Thamesmead. Um, that one finished 5-0 to Sporting Club. Um, again, a very tough fixture for South East Athletic. They've, they've not started the season too well. I'm sure they won't mind me saying. Um, I know a lot of the players down there and the coaching staff, and they, they're certainly underachieving, and I will expect them to pick that up um, in the second half of the season. Um, Sporting Club, Thamesmead, a very strong side. Again, probably something you do notice with the uh, Division 1 more so um, then lower divisions again, another comparison that I'm finding is the age of the squads tend to be a little bit higher. Um, you might find most of the players are in their mid-20s, late-20s and have played together longer, whereas quite often you'll find in the lower divisions of Kent that there are younger teams coming through, maybe, you know, 20, 21, 22-year-olds just coming into the adult game and kind of working the way through. Um, the score, probably not too surprising, um, Sporting Club are a very fine team and, and they are capable of uh, pulling out big wins when they need to. Uh, the final league game uh, was Welling Park against Belvedere. Uh, Welling Park 5, Belvedere 2. Uh, Welling Park are, again, one of the top sides in the division. They're currently um, in the promotion chase and Belvedere are towards the bottom end of the table. Um, so the scoreline, although... A little unkind maybe to Belvedere, looking at it on the amount of goals conceded. The good thing I would say for Belvedere is they've certainly got goals in their team. Whoever they play, they're scoring the goals. So I think if they can tighten up a little bit at the back, um, I'd expect more points to be coming their way uh, in their remaining games. So let's have a look at the uh, league table and see how that leaves us at this week. So top is Bexley, 14 played, 34 points. Welling Park are second. Then Metrogas, Equinocchio, Club Langley, Banson, S Sporting Club Thamesmead, uh, Crayford Arrows, then Long Lane. Uh, we're sitting 10th, 15 played, 13 points. Then Belvedere, and then in the bottom two spots, Crockenhill, 12 played with two points, and South East Athletic, 13 played with two points. 
So halfway through the season, the table's kind of shaping up quite well now. You can see at the very top of the league, Bexley, Welling Park, Metrogas, they're all going to be in the mix for the um, promotion places there. Equinocchio are doing well. They've gone up to fourth, but they've played a couple more games than the teams around them. So I think if we're looking down at possible challenges for that second spot, um, Club Langley, 11 played. They've got a few games, five games in hand on Welling Park. So potentially they could be in the mix there still, as could Danson. So looking ahead to next week's fixtures for Saturday the 28th of January, we have Belvedere v Equinocchial. We're at home to Crocken Hill. Danson Sports v Bexley. Metrogas v South East Athletic. And in the London Junior Cup, Club Langley have a fixture against Goldfingers FC. So let's have a quick run through those games coming up. Belvedere v Equinocchial will be an interesting one. Um, Belvedere always got a goal in them. I think the possession game of Equinocchial will probably prove too strong on the day. So I'm going to go for a 4-1 win to Equinocchial there. Our game against Crocken Hill, it's going to be another tight contested game, I'm sure. We played Crocken Hill earlier in the season at their ground. And even though they've only picked up two points, one of those was against us. It was a two-all draw. Uh, they had a very strong start, um, put us under quite a bit of pressure. And maybe sometimes lads can be guilty of expecting an easier run of things. They look at the league table, but I think, as I said earlier, the teams in this division, they can all play. Even the bottom teams are capable of beating uh, you, on you on their day. So you really do have to turn up mentally right for it. But Crock and Hill, credit to them, they they pushed us all the way. And they probably would come away maybe feeling a little aggrieved not to have got more out of that. Um, we certainly um, had a better second half and that got us back into the game. So I'm predicting another hard game. Um, at home, I'd like to think we might have enough to get the points there. But certainly not taking anything for granted and we'll... Uh, We'll look forward to welcoming them down to our ground. Uh, next up, Dance and Sports v Bexley. This is quite a hard one to call, actually. Uh, Dance and Sports, we've played twice this season. Um, we had a very good result at home against them, winning 3-2. Um, when we played them away, um, although we were short on a couple of players, we had a very thin squad that day um, with a lot of illness and injury going through the squad. Um, they were much better and um, they beat us comfortably on the day. So with Danson, I would say if they play close to the performance of the second game against us, then it will be very interesting to see that how that one pans out. Um, that said, Bexley are on a good run. They are strong. So I'm going to slightly favour them and we'll go 2-1 to Bexley. Next game was Metrogas v South East Athletic. Metrogas are going really well at the moment. Um, they're second place. They're pushing for that second promotion spot. Um, they're not going to want to take their eyes off it. The coaching staff there are doing a fantastic job. And um, you can say they're a very well-drilled side. And unfortunately, I don't see much for South East Athletic out of that fixture. So I'm going to have to go 4-0 to Metrogas on that one. And then moving into the London Junior Cup, we've got Club Langley against Goldfingers FC. I don't know much about Goldfingers. I, I know they play out of Wimbledon. Um, I've looked at some of their results. They look like they're a decent side. Anybody that gets this far into the London Junior Cup um, is obviously a good team. 
So going with what I know, I think I'm going to go with Club Langley just because we've played them. We know they're a good, strong side. Um, they are organised. They've got very good coaching as well. Um, that's probably a theme that I see quite a lot in there. The, the, the coaches know their jobs and they really do get the most out of their teams and what they've got available to them. So on that note, I'm going to go 2-0 to Club Langley. Have a great week in football. Let's hope the weather improves. We can all get our games off on Saturday. And I'll see you all next week. Searching for players? Searching for clubs? Find players and clubs near you right now on MatchHark. Playing football could never be easier. Download MatchHark on Google Play or visit our website at matchhark.com. Truly a great match. MatchHark. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.